And Habakkuk chapter 2. Tonight I'm going to start in verse 1 and read through verse 4. Even though we'll read several verses in this book before the night is done. But in Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 1 it begins to read. It says, I will stand upon my watch and set upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. In verse 4, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. And tonight I want to preach a message entitled, Wait, Live by Faith, and Rejoice in the Lord. Wait, Live by Faith, and Rejoice in the Lord. Praise the Lord. I feel that tonight. Wait, Live by Faith, and Rejoice in the Lord. That's the word of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing in this place. And Lord, I thank you for every person that has come tonight that has assembled in this church and those that are listening by Sun Life Radio and watching over the internet. Lord, I thank you for them. And Lord, tonight we just ask that your anointing would rest upon us. Rest upon me, Lord, to speak your word. Rest upon every hearer, Lord. Anoint them to receive the word tonight, Lord. And God, I just say it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We all said amen and amen. Scholars believe that the prophet Habakkuk ministered sometime before the prophet Jeremiah did. The prophet Jeremiah ministered to the southern kingdom of Israel, the the kingdom of Judah, starting around sometime around 627 B.C., before Christ. Again, scholars say that Habakkuk ministered anywhere from 650 to 627 B.C., again, sometime before Jeremiah. The prophet Habakkuk's ministry paralleled the prophet Jeremiah's ministry very much so. Whereas Brother Swaggart ministered this morning uh, about the ministry of Jeremiah, that his ministry was to call uh, the kingdom of Judah to repentance. Habakkuk's ministry was very much the same thing because the condition, the spiritual condition of Judah during the, 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 the time of Habakkuk was very much like it was during the time of Jeremiah. They were a people that were committing spiritual harlotry. They had chased after idols. And they had, they had joined themselves to heathen gods Think of that. God's people had joined themselves to heathen gods. And they were committing spiritual idolatry, spiritual harlotry. And it was a terrible, terrible condition that Judah was in. And it was Habakkuk's ministry to call God's people to repentance, to call them back to the Lord because they had forsaken their covenant with the Lord. It wasn't an easy ministry to be in, to say the least. 
Not an easy ministry at all, but Habakkuk did it, and he did it faithfully. But as Habakkuk's ministry went on, nothing seemed to change with the condition of Judah. He preached and preached and preached and preached and said, thus saith the Lord, but Judah didn't change. And understand this about God's messenger that he has to speak the word of the Lord. It's only his responsibility to say what God gives him to say. The response of the people is not his responsibility. It's their responsibility. And when God's messenger speaks the word of the Lord, it's not his responsibility to change the heart of the people receiving that word. That's their responsibility. But you see, time went on and time went on and Judah did not change. And Habakkuk finally came came to a point in his ministry that he got discouraged. And he got confused somewhat. He got frustrated, very much like the prophet Jeremiah did. And Habakkuk chapter 1, and look there in your Bibles if you would, Habakkuk was at this point of frustration with God's people. And he was, he was frustrated with God's people, but he also was questioning God. And the book of Habakkuk begins with verse 1, the burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. O Lord, how long shall I cry, and thou wilt not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence, and thou wilt not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance for spoiling and violence are before me? And and there are that raise up strife and contention. Therefore the law is slack and judgment doth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Habakkuk's heart was, Lord, I've been ministering your word And these people are not changing, and injustice is going forward. Injustice just keeps on going. And Habakkuk was questioning the Lord about the injustice of Judah that just kept on going and going and going and going. And it seemed like God was not stepping in. It seemed as if God was not doing anything about it. And the prophet Jeremiah was simply wondering why, in a sense, why, Lord, are you not doing anything about this? Lord, I've cried out to you day and night, and these people are wicked, a wicked people, and it seems like you're not hearing my prayer, and it seems like, Lord, nothing's taking place, and Lord, you're not answering, and you're not bringing judgment against this people. Why? What's going on? You know, sometimes in our own lives, the condition, the, the, the terrible condition, life sometimes dishes out uh, uh, some terrible circumstances. And sometimes God can allow, even in, our, even in our own life, things that are not so pleasant for us to live in, conditions. And sometimes we ourselves can ask the question, why, Lord? Have you ever been there before? Lord, why am I in this, in, in, in this condition? Lord, why am I here? 
Lord, why am I facing this opposition? Lord, why? And Lord, it seems like, God, you're doing nothing. Sometimes we can face very similar thing that Habakkuk the prophet faced. And our life can be full of, the, full of confusion, constantly asking that question, Lord, why? Well, with the prophet Habakkuk here, he asked that question, and the Lord gave him an answer. And we see that answer in this chapter one, which I won't read it, but the, but the Lord's answer to Habakkuk was simply, okay, I've heard your prayer, I'm paraphrasing here, of course. I've heard your prayer, and this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna judge my people, and I'm gonna send that nation Babylon, that wicked heathen nation Babylon to come, and I'm gonna use that nation to judge my people. And, and prophet Habakkuk, that is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send Babylon, this terrible nation of Babylon, and they shall wreak havoc on my people. I'm going to bring judgment on my people. And that was somewhat of an answer to the prophet Habakkuk. That was an answer somewhat to his question. But what's interesting as we read the, uh, chapter one of Habakkuk, the answer that God gave Habakkuk created another question in the prophet's mind. <laughs> Lord, I heard, Lord, you gave me an answer to my first question, but your answer causes more questions within me. And that question is, Lord, why Babylon? <laughs> Lord, I wanted you to give me an answer, but I didn't want you to give me that answer. Lord, why Babylon? Babylon is a, is a wicked, wicked people. I mean, Lord, Judah's bad, but Babylon Big deal. is really bad. It wasn't the awesome and if there is a people that need your Bethlehem, judgment, it's it Babylon little, too. Tiny, obscure Not just Bethlehem. Judah. And Judah questioned even God sending Babylon to bring judgment against his people. Now don't get upset at Habakkuk because you and I do the same exact things at at times. You see, we will call upon the Lord and say, God, I need an answer. Lord, says, I need, Lord, I need Christ you to show me this, or Lord, Lord, how come this is not I'm in this situation and God will Christ give you an answer, but it's not the answer you want and in, to and receive from Galatians the Lord. Chapter four, verse four, Sometimes, Paul again, the answer that God will give you to your come, prayer is God not the answer that you want to hear. Made of a woman born under the hear law. that tonight. Sometimes the answer that, that you want to hear God from the Lord is not the answer that you're going to want to hear. Sometimes the answer the Lord will give you is just simply, trust me. And And you wanted God to give you all the details. And God would just say, I just want you to trust me. And you'll say, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, Lord. I didn't want that answer. Also, people were being. I wanted some a little more detail. Everyone that, or because of these senses, <laughs> I wanted some more details about this. I didn't want just people. trust Everyone me. Everyone had to go to the town from. I remember they were one day, and I, I might have recalled this, retold, told this story before. One day when Mary, I was single, and Joseph, I'm married now, thank the Lord. 
But when I was a single man, I was in the dorms and Bible college. Oh, I was just groaning and Uh, I I mean, I was welling before the Lord about being single. And I wanted God to bless me with a wife. God had it planned. And I was, I mean, I was pacing back and forth in my room. God said, oh, Jesus. God, God sent his wife. son at the right time. Oh, God Lord. Sent his son, I Jesus can't Christ. Day, it didn't Lord, happen by accident. And I was that crying out to God with such a way. I, mean, I, I was just, I was believing the Lord. But, you know, I was just believing God that he would send a wife as if, you know, the Lord, as if I were here knocking my door. Bethlehem was the city of David. It was where she was from. My Christian and Barbie. Jesus, the Messiah, would be called the Son of David. That was a prophetic term referring. I mean, I just uh, want the Lord to bless me so much. The Messiah. With that and wife, well, and I the thank the Lord. The Lord blessed me a few, a few, few years bread. after that with my wife Sharon, and, and I thank the Lord for my wife. That the bread of life it's an awesome blessing from the Lord. But at that moment, the bread of life was born in the house of bread. Welling before God about it. So the, text the Lord spoke to me, and it's interesting, sometimes the Lord Mary speaks to you, you can hear the particular tone in which he speaks. Her firstborn son, and he spoke in a particular tone to me that I could tell no he was kind of irritated with my wailing. And it was an incredible privilege for Mary to give birth to Jesus, wasn't And he it? said, I want you privilege. to trust was, me. Uh, Mary has, is and was for it has not been put into your hands the times and the seasons. The most that's in, my, that's in the Father's authority. I want you to trust me. Now, Mary is not the mother of God. Well, in my flesh, I didn't and really like that the answer. Earthly mother of Jesus Christ, because I knew right? in my own flesh and that that you, trust little, me little could little be three years, one, ten years. Uh, it could be 50 years. The, um, Luke chapter 1 and... And I, I mean, yes, I was in a trust the, the Lord, but I, I was wanting something else. It says in Luke chapter 1, verse 28, and the angel came unto And understand this in our own lives, sometimes the answer that God with, gives us is not exactly what we want to hear. Thou among but the answer that women. God gives is the answer you need. Mary was a very it's the answer lady. you need. Hallelujah! It was the desire of every Jewish woman. Some of you have been praying. Sometimes, some some of you have been praying for jobs. And the Lord and you say, Lord, I need a job. I need money. I'm broke. There wasn't anything special. I'm in poverty. About Mary. I'm on food stamps. It wasn't because she was rich. It wasn't because she was poor. And you ask the Lord for a job. The Lord chose and God will bless her. you. And the angel said bless to her, you with a job. Blessed art thou among women. But once you start working that job. But notice uh-oh. what the text says there. The, the angel you gotta did start not waking say, up Blessed early. art thou above. Women, you can't watch the prices right in the morning. As if she was the mother of God, but he, he said, "Blessed you got to go to work." Women, you go to work at eight o'clock. You get home. You get off at five. You, you, you got people that you don't like at work, and people don't God, like you, and it's hard. And nevertheless, Mary was said, "Lord, I wanted. I, I, Lord, I needed some woman. money." Again, nevertheless, and God blessed you and, with a job. In Luke chapter to earn two, some verse seven, going back there. Well, the Bible says but sometimes the answer God gives us is not exactly the answer we like to hear. But again, it's the answer that no we need. Habakkuk, the Lord told Habakkuk, this is what I'm going to do. This now, is the answer to your prayer, Habakkuk. Really I'm going to send the, the nation nutshell, Babylon, the and, they are going, and I'm going to use them to bring judgment against my people. And that's what I'm quickly. going to do. 
Habakkuk, again, Habakkuk thought, Lord, how in the world can you use Babylon? They're a wicked people. Again, these, these this can't be. Seven, I mean, I don't uh, like Judah, but I don't like Babylon even more. This can't be. How can this be? So Habakkuk asked that question. That many times Lord, why those who could not Babylon? Purchase whole cloth, but then would, in Habakkuk chapter two, the passage that we read tonight, and 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 wrap children. The, the first uh, verse says and, that Habakkuk well, was children, waiting upon the babies. answer of the Lord. And, the fact and that as Jesus he was Christ waiting, was the word of the Lord came to him, as it says in verse 2 again, and the Lord Joseph answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed Sometimes time. Put that thought across but at that, the end it oh, shall Jesus speak Christ and not was, lie. Though it's tarry, wait for it, because it no, will surely born, come, it born. will not in a poor home, not a peasant home, not a bum's the home. The answer that the Lord gave to Habakkuk the second time the was not quite goods. what Habakkuk was expecting and what that tells either. Us in type and symbol this was the that second Jesus answer Christ to Habakkuk's second question pretty much bypassed his whole question or, or of why Babylon. I'm talking about poor it by, he, Lord bypassed that, that question that and the Lord told Habakkuk Jesus something that, that, that Habakkuk really needed to hear. They were poor. And it was this. It was in Habakkuk, clothes. I've given you a vision. Write it down and get ready because it's going to come to pass. In other words, what I have told you, what I've shown you, it's going to come to pass just as I told you. Was that now, Jesus the second Christ verse is what, what is called sometimes uh, or what, uh, what uh, a, a theological rule uh, called the law the of double fulfillment is applied to this verse. To his death upon the second the cross. and third verse, Jesus the law Christ of double, double fulfillment, where historically it referred to Babylon Hallelujah. coming. He was born but ultimately it, it refers to Jesus Christ and, take away our sins. and his second coming. That's the that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ would come born and, and come to his people. Point to that. And it the shall not tarry, it, says it passage, shall it come to pass. In a manger. And God now would use the second coming of Jesus Christ to restore trough. his people. Now think of that. The Lord of glory, and the, the Lord King told of kings, the Lord of prophet lords, Habakkuk, the, the, the Christ, and he said, write the, Savior, the vision. When he was born, he was laid and make in a it plain trough. upon tables That's that he may run that readest it. Again, verse 3 for the vision is yet now, for baby, an appointed time. Mind, right? In other words, what I have spoken to your heart, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen in my time. But what that typifies there is an appointed time in that which I've spoken to your heart. It's going to come well. to pass. Jesus now you and I can take this promise manger, personally for ourselves, referring to whatever God has spoken to your heart, and really all the promises of God in God's word. Some of you have received promises from the Lord, but it seems like those promises will never come to pass. But understand this tonight. Delay is not denial. Hallelujah. Delay is not denial. Just because there is a delay doesn't mean God has forgotten about you. Hallelujah. And you may say, well, Lord, it's been so long since I received that promise. Don't worry about it. God says there is an appointed time. Hallelujah. 
There is an appointed time for my will and my promise to be fulfilled. But this is what I want you to do. I just simply want you to wait. I want you to wait for it. Because of the That's what I want you to do. That's the first point and the point of my message tonight. This is what the stay. Lord told Habakkuk and what the Lord tells us That's tonight. That's the reality, what happened. Excuse me, they just could not find throat. a place to stay. But one good innkeeper. Allergies. <laughs> one good, Thank generous one day there won't be any allergies. led by the Holy Spirit <clears throat> said, you know what, I'll let you stay. He's told the prophet Habakkuk, wait. I want you to I'll wait. Have, I'll let you stay where the animals stay. So that's you know, sometimes where they it can stay. be so discouraging play, waiting upon the promise the of God. Were. Can it? You receive a promise from the Lord. Understand no and understand this tonight. If you're not expecting you know, that, God that, that to do something, there, then you are not where you ought to be with the Lord. The if you are not waiting on the Lord, if you are not expecting, Christ, if there is not an expectation in your spirit for God to do something in your life or in the church, if there is not something in your spirit that you are expecting from the Lord, then you need to talk to the Lord about that. Because it is imperative that God's people be expecting God to do something mighty in their life. Hallelujah. It's incumbent upon us here at Family Worship Center to be expected of the Lord to move in this ministry. If you're not expecting the Lord to do something, something's wrong with your relationship with the Lord. You need to be believing God for something great. You need to be trusting the Lord for your family. And it should be a bird on the inside of your spirit that says, Lord, please move in my family. God, move. Move in family worship center. Lord, move through Sun Life Radio. It should be a burden in your heart. It should be as a promise from the Lord. God, you've given us the promise that, Lord, you will bless this church. Lord, Bring it to pass. I said that's Hallelujah. Lord, you promised me that you would save my family. God, bring it to pass. Lord, you promised me that you would reveal the cross to me. God, bring it to pass. Lord, you promised that you would bless me. Lord, bring it to pass. It should be a burning desire in your spirit for all the promises of God to become a reality in your life. know that the Savior 2,000 years ago, I can't Christ say it emphatically enough. That he might deliver us from it should sins. be burning on the inside. And Lord, in the same, let your saying, promises come to pass in my life. In the field, keeping watch over the flock by Understand night. this. All the promises of God just don't and come the at the, the snap of a finger. Many of the promises of God take time. For behold, I and bring God you is preparing us, great joy, getting us ready people. for his promise. You know, the, the message that the angel Hallelujah. Gave to these we, we can't answer all the questions why, but this one thing Fear I know, not. God's getting you ready for, for the promise. God's preparing you joy. for greater blessing. Another, another Hallelujah. Words, God's getting you ready for something. About. I'm bringing you a message that God's will make you happy. You that will bring joy for greater blessing for heart. his promise to come to pass in your life. But the I'm, Lord I'm says it's not going to happen just like that. This is what I want you to do. I want Christmas you to wait. Is a message of joy because that, wait. that message is that a Savior wait for has it. come. 
The Savior for has it come. shall As it surely it, come. It already in verse, uh, the day is coming when it will not tarry anymore and the promise of God will become a reality. But right I now, earlier, I want you to wait. The Lord told the prophet Isaiah, he said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. As that song says, teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Hallelujah. He told the prophet, wait. And I say to you tonight, the Lord, I believe the Lord is saying to us tonight, wait, 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 don't get weary in well-doing, wait for the promise of God. As one that has been said before, it's so true that expectation is the seedbed of miracles. The reason why it's just a simple reason. And if you are expecting God to do great things, watch out because God will. You single people, if you're expecting God to give you a husband or a wife, wait. Life on and life the Lord. More abundantly. Trust in Him and God will bless the you. Savior Hallelujah. If you're trusting the Lord for a new house, wait on the Lord. If you need a promotion, wait on the Lord and God will bless you. Hallelujah. Wait upon your world. the Lord. One day when you said yes to Jesus, he came Hallelujah. into your world. Hallelujah. He came into your heart. The Savior has come. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wait. It's You're a hard thing to do. But it's the best again, thing the to do. Savior has Waiting come. on the Lord is synonymous the with trusting in the Lord. Come. If you're truly waiting, you're truly trusting. Come. The Lord told the prophet, you wait. You can tell your family. And in verse 4, it continues on and it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. The second thing the Lord was telling the prophet Habakkuk. Thank you, Lord. First thing I want you to wait. The second thing I want you to live by faith. You see, there, again, suddenly, the prophet had some questions. Was, he was wondering why, why, Lord, why, Lord, why, Lord. Glory to God in the highest. And the Lord said, and wait, earth, peace, and I want you to live by faith. Hallelujah. Live by faith. It's the same statement that Paul quoted in Romans chapter 1, verse 17, when he said, in it, that is in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from face to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And the Lord told him, this is what I want you to do. Even though you may not understand all the questions of life, even though all the questions that you have may not come to you just like that, even though the promises of God are not coming, it seems quickly. This is what I want you to do. I want you I to live by faith. Hallelujah. Live by faith. And what that means, 
especially as, and when but Paul quoted it in Romans 1.17, is maybe that the justified, the Lord Jesus which is you and I tonight, this Christmas season. There if may you're be a believer in Jesus Christ, you are justified. And what Paul meant by that Jesus is that the justified the shall live you by the not, same faith that got the them peace. justified. And only he can which is faith in Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. And tonight the Lord says to us, I believe, live by faith. Don't let faith in Christ and him crucified just be an experience, but let it be a daily, a daily experience. Let it be something that is done daily in our hearts to live by faith. Hallelujah. Live by faith. Get that tonight. The Lord tells us in his word, that's what I want you to do. I want you to live by faith. Live by faith. Hallelujah. Let not faith be something that's just experienced on Sunday morning or Wednesday evening or Sunday night. But let faith be something you experience every day of your life. Hallelujah. Live by faith. Live by it. Because when the going gets rough, one thing will keep you going, and that's faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Live by faith. Habakkuk, live by faith. You are on Family worship center, those listening by Sun Life Radio, live by faith. Hallelujah. Live with the same faith that God should justify. Lord told them, wait. The Lord told them, secondly, prophet, this is what I want you to do. I want you to live by faith. God loves us this Christmas season. And as we go through the book of Habakkuk, going into chapter 3, the third chapter of of Habakkuk is actually a song or a psalm that the prophet writes here. And we we know that from the the end of, at the end of chapter 3, he writes this to, especially the third chapter, to the the chief singer. And so the third chapter was a psalm, a, 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 a psalm, a song that he writes telling about sins. the greatness of God, what God has done in the past. And look at chapter to, 3, to, if you to, would. To, to cleanse you in chapter from 3, and starting in verse 16, the presence God, of God becomes Jesus so your heart, thick your upon the prophet Habakkuk as he's writing this. And he says, when I heard... My innermost being trembled and my lips quivered at at your voice. Rottenness entered into my bones and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the day of trouble when he cometh up into the people. He will invade them with his troops. In verse 17, he said, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, Neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olives shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Verse 18. Yet I will rejoice. Hallelujah. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make me to walk upon my high places. Hallelujah. Lord, you sent your son. He said, all this may take place. 
for us, Lord. The fig tree shall not blossom, although that takes that you place. Although the fruit shall be, that neither shall the fruit be on the vines. And the labor of the olives shall fail. I pray for that lost it goes on all this, even though all this you. stuff may happen to my Lord, life. There's one thing I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. In other words, I am going to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Even though it may seem terrible and all this evil may come to pass, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord, my God, for he is my strength. Hallelujah. Tonight you may be going through a difficult situation, but I encourage you tonight. I believe the Lord would tell us, this is what I want you to do. I want you to rejoice in the Lord. You know, sometimes it's so easy to complain. help us to keep you on our minds. It's Lord, so easy to complain Lord, when the going to lose, gets tough and to when, when, when life dishes the, out the, the a, truth that a plate of that which you don't want in life. It's all about the Life is difficult. It's easy to complain. And I think sometimes we, rather than rejoice in the Lord, rather than praise God as we ought to, we complain. Well, tonight... As you go, and we complain and we complain happy. and we complain. Amen. We've and got as, a reason and as James said, he said, out of the tonight. same mouth, I said, we've got a reason and to cursing. rejoice. He we've said, my brother, these things are not so to be. Hallelujah. We've got and we can complain so much about our circumstance. Our we can complain about our work, and complain about church, Jesus complain about Christ people in the church, complain about people the at work. has come. And complaining is like a disease. Hallelujah. Once you start, it spreads very easily. Complaining and bickering. Oh, thank the Lord. So as we sing and this after song, a while, you'll find yourself complaining you about everything. A that is so easy. See on Sunday. That's so easy Praise to find yourself uh, oh, falling into. The Lord said, and we'll come back and said, even though all this may take place in my life, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. In other words, I am going to praise the name of the living God. I will rejoice in the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. He said, he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. God is my strength. And this is what God's going to do for me. He will make my feet like the, like the feet of a deer. He will make me to walk upon my high places. In other words, God will bring a change to pass. God will do it. But in the meantime, I'm going to wait. I'm going to live by faith. And I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Musicians and singers, if you can come down. And sometimes it's so easy to complain. And the fall into that state. Sometimes, again, we can live in a state of confusion, asking that question constantly, Lord, why? Why me? Lord, how are you going to bring it to pass? Lord, what's going on? Lord, I believe, says, look, can I just sit there? What I want you to do, I want you to wait. Wait on my promises, because it's going to come to pass. Hallelujah. It's in the mail. 
It's got a stamp on it. It's got your name on the envelope. It's going to come to pass. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Secondly, I want you to live by faith. Don't be discouraged. Live by faith. Live by faith. And thirdly, instead of complaining, I want you to praise me. Hallelujah. When you feel like complaining, begin to praise the Lord. When you feel like murmuring, when you feel like doubt coming out of your mouth, instead of letting doubt come out of your mouth, let praise come out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Let praise come out of your mouth. Let worship come out of your mouth. Sometimes I think the devil is comfortable being around us. But when you begin to praise the Lord, when you begin to thank God and let faith speak out of your mouth, watch out. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord. Stand to your feet tonight. My message tonight, again, is very simple. Just simply wait, live by faith, and rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Again, tonight, you may be in that situation where you're asking questions, why? Why, Lord? You may be, may be wondering, you, you may be wondering those questions. You may, you may be confused, maybe discouraged on the inside. The Lord has, a, has an awesome promise for you. My promises shall come to pass. They will not tarry eventually. When they come to pass, it's going to happen. Just simply wait, live by faith, rejoice in the Lord. If you could begin to play, praise the Lord. Tonight, I just simply want to open up the altars. If that is you tonight, come. And let the Lord refresh you. Let the Lord bless you. Let the Lord encourage you tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.